Where's my chickens? Your chickens? chickens? Oh, I was like, what? Wait, when did you get chickens? And then I realized you're speaking you chickens. Yep. All oh, right. Yeah. All right. Let's do this. All right. We're ready? I'm ready when you guys are. All right. I, I'm here. Hi. and welcome back to another episode of Pardon the Distraction. I'm DJ Blue PDX, and joining me right now are two gentlemen who just realized that muy caliente means very caliente. Lost Drake and our guest Stormbreaker TV. Hi. 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 <laughs> I Sorry. know what it I... means. It means... Very caliente. Very ca... Very... Yeah. <laughs> Who's caliente? Spicy. Um, well, that's... If you abbreviate it, it's just Cal. It's Cal. Um, That's, you know. Yeah. So the guy from Star Wars? Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Cal's full name is Caliente. Caliente. Got it. The Force is yes. strong with that name. Yeah. We Cal Drogo. Unless Cal is <laughs> unless Cal is partnered with somebody named Tay, and then it's Caliente. And that's because they're Yeah. Yeah. Never mind. If you're listening to the audible, I just did a thing where I put my finger through a circle. There we yes. go. Repeated. <laughs> Everything is going. And it was wrong. dry. Let's it go. sounded a little rough on the way in. <laughs> yeah, needs a moisturizer. <laughs> Don't when go in dry thump. like that. That's rough. Jesus. Woof. Jesus. Woof. Welcome to the show, people. Uh, yeah, we've last week was a little bit rough. We're gonna go a lot lighter this weekend. We're this gonna week. talk about fun <clears throat> things. Yes, yes, lots of fun things, fun, fun stuff, things. new yes. opportunities, new shows coming. Yes, uh, and gaming news. Uh, yes. Who wants to start? I mean, honestly, I mean, well, obviously, we just had Thor Love and Thunder. I know you haven't yeah. seen it yet, so this will be spoiler-free. But, like I <clears> say, <throat> I have, you have two weeks. If you don't watch a movie yeah. within two weeks, you're fucked. I'm sorry. Yep. No, yeah, right? Kevin and I are planning on going. Yeah, um, no, you need to see it. And, and once, yeah. you, once you actually watch it, too, that, I'm just going to say, DJ, like, so, just to kind of dive into it without diving into it, <laughs> which seems to be an ongoing topic with us. Right. Um, uh, it was good. I actually liked it more than I liked Doctor Strange too. Agreed. Interesting. Yes, I liked uh, it more than Doctor Strange, but I like Spider Man the most this yes, year. I think that was. Oh god, yeah. yeah. yeah Spider Man was good. Spider Man's the hard. You can't be hard to beat. Yeah. That's that. Yeah. I Spider Man well, is was yeah. It's so, genius. So it's here's genius something. Playthrough. Here's something I actually just found out. So we're we're up to almost sixty five hours. Of Holy watch shit. time for phase four alone. 54 or 64 hours of watch time on screen between the TV shows and the movies since phase four sense. started. Yeah, the TV shows. Which is, yeah, yeah. More, which is more than the entire Infinity Saga. Interesting. Makes sense. Yeah, Disney One Plus phase. definitely kicked that yeah. into shape. Yeah, so, so they basically, uh, they are definitely ramping up. The TV shows have definitely added some watch time. Um, yep. I mean, if you think about it, you got Loki and you've got, you know, uh, Winter Soldier, uh, Moon Knight. Captain Moon Knight. You got like, yeah. uh, you got uh, Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel which, now. Which is really well. Which such you, a good show. By the God, way, so season show. finale is this Wednesday. So, um, <sighs> yeah, next week which, we'll be talking about that. <clears throat> but this has been the overall arcing discussion about phase four so far. We don't know who the big baddie is. A lot of people are saying it's Kang, the Conqueror. Um, but, but. 
it is all over the fucking place and they keep introducing characters every single post credit yep they keep showing new characters new people new new uh new story arcs that are just gonna keep fucking keeping the mcu going forever um, i think and- there's gonna be a twist and the and and, and the big baddie will end up being tucker carlson <laughs> <laughs> We're getting political, guys. <laughs> oh, it's not. My it's God. just. <laughs> no, I think, so, I think no. it's going to be Doctor Doom and Galactus, is what Ooh, I think. I think Doctor Doom would be, will be the big Earth baddie. You know, a lot of people Galactus are saying Doctor Doom. <clears throat> yeah, and I think Galactus will be the big. Well, okay, so this isn't this you know, isn't ruining baddie. anything for you, DJ. But from Love and Thunder, there was one spot. Uh, when they started going through that tunnel with the kids, this is very generic. I'm not going to say anything farther than that. Okay. There was a spot where one of the helmets represented Galactus's helmet. And I noticed that. Oh. And they and they definitely had a lot of Eternal references in this movie. A lot. A lot of the Celestials. Uh, a lot of crazy stuff that happened in this movie that I was just like, hmm... And they also had a lot of references. Obviously, this movie is about the gods, so there is a lot going on with a lot of characters that we've seen past, present, and future. So, yes. Uh, and and Russell Crowe was fucking funny as shit. Never thought in a million years I'd ever laugh at Russell Crowe like that. But oh, it was really? Actually, it was actually yeah. Well, because he's Zeus in this movie. Yeah. Oh Jesus, that's right. So he's Zeus. And, uh, yeah, and his accent is so fucking bad, dude. I'm like, <laughs> I, I heard it. I'm like, what in the fuck kind of accent? How'd you go from, from, like, fucking all of your other movies to this? Like, it just didn't make any sense. And for some yeah. reason, I was waiting for a musical to happen, too. Because I was... fell off after Les Mis. Yeah, that's Everything exactly... That, yeah, yeah. Pre- pretty much, I was like... Okay, I was waiting for Hugh Jackman to come out and start singing as Wolverine, but, you know, it didn't happen. You know, you can always wish for the best, I guess. But... Yeah. So, so yeah. where the current state we are with the MCU, one thing, obviously, at the end of Doctor Strange, if you haven't watched it yet, you're way past the ship because it already came out in movies. It's already on Disney+. Plus. If you on haven't Disney seen Plus. it yet, you're just lazy. Uh, yeah, it's already <laughs> on Disney+. Plus. So, it. so yeah. but, but I'm just saying, at the <clears throat> end, obviously, they announce uh, Clea. Uh, is it Clea or Cleo? Clea. I always thought it was Clea. Clea, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's Clea. Uh, which is the niece of Darmamu. And Darmamu yeah. is the big face that showed up in Doctor Strange, which is a big, big switch out from the comic yeah. books where he normally has a flaming skull. Uh, he kind of looks like Ghost Rider, kind of. So, yeah, and he's... Probably wh- why they went away from that, probably because of Ghost Rider. They probably because of Ghost Rider, yeah. they're going to introduce Ghost Rider, they don't want to... Yeah, well, Ghost Rider in itself, man. Ghost Rider is such a fucking cool character, and he's one of the most powerful, like, villains yeah. slash anti-heroes in the MCU because he can literally yeah. turn anybody against each other. Like, if he was up against Wanda, Wanda would have been dead in five seconds. So, yeah, like, because he could have turned Wanda inside out and literally killed her right there on the spot just by looking at her, you know? So... You know, granted, but Wanda could have been like, you have no eyes, you know, and, and like fucking yeah, like I she know, did. Right? Yeah, Like it just whoever gets to have the thought first, I guess, is who gets to act on it. Well, they made her like goddamn Dr. Manhattan power. Like, yeah, she well, well, so Scarlet Witch has always been one of the most powerful. And there's always the speculation, yeah. too, in, in Infinity War Saga. Um, 
you know, and even an endgame, they said that Wanda was going to kill him at the end. Thanos was just going to fucking crush him and kill him. And then he brought down that barrage of weapons. Right. Yeah. He, he knew he was in deep. He, was he like, knew he <laughs> was going to fucking die. Yeah. So he goes, yeah. whatever. Now, the big one is, is what happened in this movie. A lot of people are in Love and Thunder. A lot of people are asking why Thor didn't stop. Um, Thanos by just wishing it away. And that's that, that I won't go any further than that because yeah. DJ hasn't watched it. But why didn't he go and just do that in the first place if he knew about it from the very beginning? Right. Because they they obviously had acknowledgement of that whole process and how to do that. But I will say this, DJ, Natalie mm -hmm. Portman fucking crushed it. My new favorite. Thor. Oh, good. Good. I'm glad. Glad to hear new that. New favorite Thor. Fucking literally like I love Chris Hemsworth, but like uh... her. What you didn't oh, like her because of her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, okay, I was gonna say I was like I you didn't Christian like her. Bell, her hammer was badass. Christian Bell was unbelievable too. Oh, you know, he, he great villain. Amazing. I'm just gonna say without ruining anything, I just I they could have made the movie longer, and there was yep. a fuck ton of like I just want more of this. Yeah, and I just wish that there would have been more of uh, like I wanted more of Christian Bale because it was so good. Like, yeah. He was. He was an amazing lot, villain. Yeah, I wanted. I've heard. I've heard he was really good so far. He's the most sympathetic villain. Yeah, like, like you so want good. you want to because I don't know if you know the backstory. So basically the comic books for Gore the Butcher, you going in uh, the God Butcher DJ, uh, mm -hmm. basically he is on his home planet and his whole family, his whole tribe, all of his people, they're super religious and they pray to their God. Um, yeah. To give them water, salvation, food, everything else. Well, basically, they and started color because he's monochromatic. <laughs> well, well, you find, you, well, yeah, well, you, yeah, I can't say anything about that, but you'll find out why it's all, <laughs> all black right. and white. Um, but anyway, so he's on his planet, and everybody's emo. Well, <laughs> you didn't have enough guy liner. Um, there we go. <laughs> but uh, he he basically was on this planet and it starts the drought starts hitting everybody in his tribe starts dying they start getting attacked by local other tribes and pretty much his wife gets killed why and all of his children get killed except one he had eight children and they all die except one and so in like the comic Texas. books in the comic books compared to the movie they made his his son uh, a girl in this rendition cuz in the comic books it's a, it's a it's a son not a daughter so um but basically, in the comic books, they come across, he comes across, like, the end of his, like, life, and his son dies in his arms, and they're in the middle, and he's like, he's like, gods, why have you forsaken me? Like, why don't you love me? Like, why, why didn't you save my child? I don't care if you took my life, but why did you take my child's? You know, that has been used a lot in different mythologies and different movies. Um, why did you take my kid over me? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, but then it gets to a point where he's he starts hearing voices and he starts walking towards these two voices, starts hearing a battle, and he sees two gods battling it the fuck out on his planet, not paying attention to him or any of his people, and he literally goes, what the fuck? You guys have time to battle and squabble over stupid shit amongst each other as gods. You're supposed to be taking care of us. We worship you. We love you. And this is what you're doing with your fucking spare time, which... Is kind of actuality for the real world in a sense with some of the higher ups. There you go. Yeah, but like but yeah, <laughs> politics are always involved in the MCU. I don't care what anyone <clears throat> says. But yeah. but also on the flip side of it too, one of them has the Necro Sword, and the Necro Sword is the God Slaying Sword. 
and whoever right. possesses it, it kills them and makes them crazy over time as they're using it if if they wait too long. But the crazy thing about the Necrosword, it's actually a symbiote. It's actually used by the King Symbiote and actually is the starting point of Venom and Carnage and all the other symbiotes. Interesting. So right. it ties Don't give away into... too many details. No, no, but that's in the comic book. This is in the comic book. Okay. This is in the comic book. Okay. I'm giving you the comic book version. Gotcha, okay. So, so anyway, so the sword basically starts possessing and starts deteriorating and, and, and killing the person that wields it. But anyway, the, Gore the God Butcher in the comic books picks up the sword and vows to destroy all gods because he doesn't believe in them anymore. He basically says, you let everything I love die, and he goes on a rampage and starts killing all the gods. And that's like the baseline for the movie, but but the way that they spun it, they did an amazing job. And Christian Bale, like, I liked him and did not like him as Batman. You know my love and hate for Batman. Um, but, I loved him. But but just in general, like the first two movies were fantastic. I did not mind the first. The third movie was Bane. Why'd you throw man out of the plane? Like I fucking hated that Bane rendition with with Hardy. Um, but but just in general, he did an amazing job. Amazing job. He was probably one of the best villains. But I agree with Stormbreaker. I think if they would have gave him more screen time, even added an extra half an hour, and. Love and Thunder was actually one of the shortest movies in the MCU yeah. in a very long time. Very oh, short. There's a lot that they cut. Like I actually heard there yeah. was a lot cut. Yeah, like, I which guess most there, movies a lot gets cut. Well, I guess but. there was a scene with God the Gore Butcher that they cut out because it was a little too dark. Mm, and I from mean, what I've heard, it's it's actually related to the comic book, and this isn't even in the movie. But there's one part where he actually kills a child, and. Which which they took out of the movie, but there was a reason why he killed the child, and I'm like, and I was kind of thinking back on the movie. I'm like, why would he kill the child? Because this whole thing was about saving children. So I don't know. It's just weird. But anyway, yeah. So so yeah. Enough on Love and Thunder. But if you haven't go see it, go see it. They fucking killed it. The box office, three hundred twenty million dollars opening weekend. Um. So it could be a bad movie, and I knew they were gonna break records. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, such a good platform right now with. They're reaping the benefits of of the past ones they've made. Like people are interested, people are hyped. They've done such a good job in the past, so the viewers trust them. So it's like yeah. part of it is just passing the torch, in my opinion. I mean, it's like we know the movie's gonna do well. But yeah. It's like if you fuck up, you're not gonna even know you fucked up a movie well, if you're and, Marvel until yeah. way like years down the road because that's mm -hmm. how well off they are right now. Yeah. But and they I, did good, I, but they did I think good. it's. It's a real testament to Feige and his team because yeah. they they've got a really well-rounded, like I would say, voice when it comes to bouncing ideas off of each other and calling each other on their bullshit so that they yeah. can make sure they don't do something yeah. that's necessarily stupid. They have developed a, a a trust with the viewers and with the fan base that shows that ninety-nine percent of the time they're not just telling a great story; they're telling an accurate one. And, and listening it's, to the fans, and, and they're yeah. And when the fans are like, they're they will modify. They they I jump mean, in. Doctor Strange was a prime example of that. They <clears> took <throat> all the fan base people and made them the Illuminati. So, and it was really. I, I just I. That's why I have such a great trust for what the MCU is doing. And when they have a show, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll probably love it. I'm going to watch it. With DC, it's a different story right now. But I'm hoping, as there's been, you know, there has been rumors running running around that that Sony is trying to bring on their version of Kevin Feige to take over and get that umbrella yeah. around what they've got licensing they for they and it. really take really oh. take it 
take control of it. And I think that once it happens, once you get that the right team, you got to get the right chemistry yeah. and the right people, we're going to see a dramatic expansion within the DCEU. And it will be wonderful. I think it'll be great. They're going to finally bring everything together. But they've just got to find the right visionary to do it. Well, and you know what? And I, I agree with that. I just feel like <clears throat> the DCEU, though, is in sh fucking shambles. I mean, you've got yeah. Ezra Miller who kidnapped a fucking underage girl and has fucking disappeared off the earth. Yeah. Uh, already, they still have already a conflicted uh, casting choice. In yeah. My opinion, so too. and everybody wanted the Obviously, original the 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 guy, the guy that played from um, Glee and all that stuff. And yeah, 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 I, yeah. I can't think of his name, um, but the guy that was oh, the original Flash Grant Gustin. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Grant. Yeah. But they wanted him as the Flash. Everybody wanted him as Flash. He was good. He would have been perfect to just transfer over from the CW and keep it cohesive. Like that was one thing that always confused me about the D.C. Right. They already had this established brand. They already had the arrow. They already had, you know, they already had these characters and people loved them and the stories were great. Why didn't they use that to their advantage? Um, and and it, a lot of people have wondered that for a while. Then we're not even going to talk about Amber Heard. She like people are saying she's in the movie. She's not in the movie. Nobody really fucking knows anymore. Um, I thought they cut her out. I thought the, that's what I've yeah. heard, too. But there's been no official confirmation. I don't think yet. Yeah. Uh, from the CW. The CW is in trouble. They cannot book anybody. Because you think about it. Ezra Miller, fucking Amber Heard. Then you've got even yeah. even even Will Smith. Like, everybody that they are involving with the CW yeah. is all these huge controversies, and there's all these people yeah. that, that are literally falling off the face of the earth for wrongdoings or bad things. For Henry. Yeah. I love Henry. <laughs> yep. but, but, just, but just in general, though, it's in such shambles on the internals on casting... Yeah. That, how do you recover from that? Like, you got Black Adam who's coming, who's an amazing character, right? He's basically stronger than Superman. He's stronger than fucking Shazam. Um, in every aspect, at least in the comic books, he's actually very violent and very, he is basically an anti hero. He kills people. He doesn't give a shit. He literally fucking <clears throat> takes out whoever the fuck he wants. He does what he wants. He's almost like the DC's version of the boys with Homelander. Um, yeah. and, but except Homelander is a fucking, woo, God damn, yeah. that show is good. But we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but, but just the DC, I, I feel like DC, the only good saving grace they have right now is the, that weird rendition of the Joker was really good. I really like that. Um, and I really like the Batman movie. N well, no, not that from the, the, uh, with Joaquin the, Phoenix, Joaquin Phoenix. I actually, oh, I actually, God. You didn't like I it? Pray to, I pray to God he does not become part of the DCEU's Joker. He was the worst Joker ever. So, he was a, no, great performance. Let me put it this way. Joaquin Phoenix is an exceptionally gifted actor. And as somebody who's representing a man who's been bullied into mental into a, to a state of mental illness, and he's already a little bit detached because it's just kind of a fucked up scenario, yeah. that's fine. Was he the Joker? Absolutely fucking not. No. No, absolutely not. That movie was so fucked up six ways from Sunday. And I'm sorry, it was it would have been great as a standalone, completely separate study on mental illness. Great. I think that's but, all it is. Yeah, I honestly, but he was but, but, but he was the worst. I, he was the one. worst Joker. You know, I know, you know. I can't believe they got the funding in the OK to do it. I want to see because it made ridiculous amounts of money yeah. because it was yeah, more no, of it. You know, the reason why, though, is because it hits home to a lot of people for mental illness. And I think because it it makes the the character relatable, unlike the Joker who is not relatable, 
Yeah. Because the Joker never really had a sense of morals. He always just did whatever the fuck he wanted. He's a complete and total sociopath. Psychopath. Yeah. yeah, he was fucking psychopath. He was fucking nuts. <clears throat> um, and, and I think that's the reason why it did so well, to be honest. He is not part of the... Um, yeah. Of the new Batman universe, and he's not part of the DCEU either, yeah. um, because they already have that established with uh, fucking the the other poor acting choice, in my opinion. Oh God, yeah, um, with the tattoos and and freaking uh, Mr. That Morbius was a, himself. That um, was a weird. That was a weird interpretation of the Joker, but I thought it, it was a good try. They just didn't get. They just didn't hit the mark right right well. I think we've got a lot to look forward to with Barry Keegan. I think they Barry need Kogan, to Barry Kogan, who, who was in the Batman casting at, oh, at, at yeah. CW. I really do. Well, I think because it's all gimmick casting, and that's what drives me up the wall. As I, a, as yeah, an actor, see, as an actor, they're like, no, we don't want to go with the obvious choice. We yeah. want to be edgy and different, and we want to. And it's like, no, the fans want your obvious choice, and then they want yep. that obvious choice to surprise them and uh, and to like mystify them and draw them into a realistic. But situation they'll make a Space that. Jam too. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right, exactly. You get what I mean? Like, and, and here's the other thing that really makes me mad about the industry right now is they think it's like, oh, they're going woke, so they're going broke. No, they're going lazy. The writing yeah. is fucking lazy. Yeah. Yep. And they and it's, think it's, because, because they gimmick casted <clears throat> something and made it like, ooh, it's an edgy casting choice, that is not what's going to fucking make the movie great. It's yeah. if, you, if the writing sucks, it doesn't matter who you cast. If the writing is trash and the storyline's bad and you don't have good editing and directing behind it, yep. you're not yep. going to get anywhere. And, it, and, and the sad thing is, is you're doing yeah. a disservice to these minority groups and these, and these people that you're casting in these positions because you're setting them up for a big failure when you're writing it so shitty. Yeah. That's what and, drives me the most mad. It's like you're actually hurting people with bad writing. Like, make the yeah. writing good. I mean, if you cast it edgy... Fine, but I better see some kind of reason as fucking why, other yeah. than oh, because they're a different skin color or because it's a woman. No, like show us a why. Make the writing make sense, uh, and everyone will accept it. I guarantee you, at least the majority will. I don't so, think there's that. Like, see, I know, love this yeah. controversy. I, I love I, this controversy because we're all like, we're all like chomping at the bit to get on the mic to be yeah. like, oh, no, no, no. yeah, go. I, I want to say this uh, with regards to CW. I. CW needs a complete and total overhaul for starters. Yeah. Um, when you look at not just shitty writing writing it's repetitive writing you yeah. look at arrow when arrow first came out Stephen amell was incredible as the oh, arrow so good. And, the second season and, was good too and oh. the first second season were great and th once you get into the third season it starts becoming wash rinse repeat and if you mm -hmm. noticed and i i'm i'm always attention to detail in these type of things mm -hmm. if you started noticing they were repeating choreography in their fight sequences yeah. it was it was the, the same shit sometimes fought so, seen at a different angle, but it's the same moves in the same order for the same things and it's always the same outcome. And I was like, wait a minute, hold on. Are you, do you, did you lose your choreographer? Are you interviewing people? What happened? And no, it became the same thing. Wash, rinse, repeat. And that's why that show got so stale. Same thing with The Flash. It happens on every single CW show I've seen. It's happened on um, Riverdale. Yeah. You like, play it safe, you die. Yeah. You, and <clears throat> I like the fact, I think Grant Gustin's a I great Flash. I think I think Greg Gustin is a great Flash, but um, and I I don't know that I, I have to agree. Right. I have it's the writing. I, yeah, I I I don't agree with the assessment that he's not ready for for the big screen. I think I with think the right ready. direction, yeah. he's going to be an incredible actor. Yeah. He's very yeah, he's good at great. dramatic. He totally he's very expressive it. and he's innocent in that sense. of he's got yeah. the Flash's innocence well locked in, 
as well as being able to handle that conflict of, okay, what am I doing here? Whereas Ezra Miller is feigning being sane. Well, I mean, I'm going to give a prime example of this, right? <laughs> no name actors. No, well, I wouldn't say no name. There's a couple big names in there. I mean, obviously Dennis Quaid's kid, but like the boys, right? Yeah. A comic book series that nobody knows anything the fuck about. And you were drawn in from the very first episode. If you have not watched the boys, fucking watch it. But I will let you know, it is dark. It is sexual. It is very over the top. It's, it's beautifully it, violent. It is. It is. It is one of the Parental best. Advice. Yeah, yeah, no, it is oh, definitely yeah. MA adults. Yeah, uh, but it is not for the squeamish either. It is not for the squeamish. But I will just yeah. say this right now, the very first episode, and I will talk about it. I mean, literally, like, even if even if you and spoilers, if you haven't watched it, I'll give you five seconds before before I start talking about it. Uh, just mute for a couple minutes and I'll go Aha! like that on screen. Yeah. So that way, you know, yep. but uh, and I'll even make the noise if you're listening, but. The very first episode, it hooks you. I mean, yep. literally, he's standing on the sidewalk holding his girlfriend. Just, and then all and of a sudden, you just see blood splatter. Life changes at that point. And, and it's he, not and blood splatter. It's, it's literally his girlfriend the, exploded, and he's still holding the hands. It's, it is one of the greatest hooks into a show I've ever seen. Ever and seen. when I saw that, I was like... What the fuck? Well, and ugh. yeah, I uh, jumped. I jumped. But, I locked but, right into this. That that scene alone, you're like, what in the fuck am I watching? Because it was never done before. Yeah, like that's also another thing that you got to give him one up. And you got to think about it. This is written and directed by Seth Rogen. He's already twisted yeah. and fucking <laughs> literally a pothead to the extreme. I fucking love so, Seth Rogen. So, but but literally, <laughs> but literally, yeah. like like literally, you just think about like his demeanor and how he is as a comedian and you look at that type of comic genius behind it and implementing that in but the story has gotten so in-depth the season finale was last friday uh and it was it was fucking phenomenal it was phenomenal and the fact that now we're just at a point where it's just like no whole, like you think that you're at the point with that's the great thing about the show. Well, and I haven't you, seen season no, three yet. No, no, I need I'm, I'm not going to yeah. say anything, but I will just say this. Like you think you're at the point like at the end of season one, you're like, oh, shit, how much worse can this get? And then season two finale hits and you're like, what in the fuck? And they step it up every season. Yeah. It just keeps getting crazier and crazier. And, I mean, just even more obnoxious, like, you know, like octopus fucking and weird shit. Like, there's a lot of, I mean, I have to say it, you know? Look, it puts a whole new expression to octopusy, right? It goes back to 007. That's what we call seafood, eating out. Mm. Um, There you go. Yeah. Oh, God. I won't make so, you say the word <sighs> vagina this week, I promise. There you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I said In the a, B word. I still dying at that. I can't believe I said the B word. You said that last time. I call, it, <laughs> I like, what the I call it the hoo-ha. The hoo-ha. Um, so <laughs> we'll skip over. Let's let, we're going to shift gears. For, do you want to click shift gears in the gaming news real quick? Because I got a couple things. Yeah, go ahead. That's fine. Yeah. All right. We're going to shift gears for a hot second. Go, go to some gaming forth, news. Whatever. Yeah. Um, so in let's i'm going to start off with the big one for me of course halo is coming out with very soon with their co-op uh flighting the beta for the co-op campaign and mission replay is coming out and in their spectacularly epic failed fashion kotaku GameSpot, pc gamer uh rock paper shotgun yahoo finance um and polygon all 
were listening to idiot insiders who were like, I know it's going to start on the 11th. And they all published that the event would start on the 11th. That was never said by 343. They all got it wrong. 343 said it would be coming up the week of the 11th. It's never started like this. <laughs> and uh, so the, so Sketch had to make a tweet today. This is PSA. Uh, the team is still working on our upcoming Halo Infinite Network co-op insider flight build. We uh, While we always said our target was the week of July 11th, many sites reported it simply as starting July 11th. Still hoping for this week, but it will not start today. Lighting is a fluid as the process and entails discovering issues in initial rings and resolving them before expanding to a larger audience. A few issues were discovered in our current flighting ring, and the team is working to address it. Apologies to the folks who expected the flight today. We're eager to get this into your hands, but we also want to ensure it's a positive and worthwhile flight experience. Still targeting this week, but it's a day-by-day as work continues. Thank you for your patience and understanding. Well stated. And I'm hoping that these magazines with these just jack off fucking reporters who can't seem to figure out what the concept of journalistic integrity means. Um, just keep throwing shit out there. Just throwing shit out there. Either pulling it out of their ass or listening to somebody stupid like Halo Follower. Um, they're literally they just trying to get headlines. They're, they're, they're literally yeah. trying to get headlines. They're trying <laughs> to get people yeah. stirred up and they follow, they piggyback off one another. Oh, did you hear yeah. about this? Same thing happens in, yeah. in Kotaku is the Same yeah. thing. Kotaku is, the, is absolutely the worst. Uh, but... <laughs> So I know this, how much that's completely the worst. Taku. Fuck them. Every fuck them. Time, fuck every them. Every single time, like anything posted, fuck Kotaku. I'm like, oh my when god. I, well, when I was working for Insula, they were like, we want to get some media. Should we contact? I said, anybody Kotaku? We don't. We do. I will not talk to Kotaku about this game. Um. Uh, so yeah, another news. Can talk uh, to somebody else. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, in in other news, a single player Apex Legends shooter is uh, in development apparently at Respawn. It is, uh, they're hiring positions for an incubation team. Yep. So that's an interesting play. Another a one lot that of is coming are up. upset about that, by the way, because yeah. they're like, what about Titanfall? Because Apex was based off of Titanfall. Well, that's right. what I think is going to happen is it's going to be tight. It's, it's going to be Apex Titanfall 3. You really think uh, that's, they're going to do that? I think, I think that would be a possibility, but either way, the fall they, need Titanfall. Titanfall. <laughs> they need Titanfall. They need <laughs> Titanfall 3 because it left off at such a good point in the story on Titanfall 2's campaign. I was oh, like, oh, I need this. You think about this, though. That'd be a great name. Though. Apex Legends. Like Titanfall. Their first single, and it's just like the Titans fall. Like, that's the name of the fucking game. Or, yeah. See, yeah. So there, there's lots of things coming out with that. That is uh, no, no due date on that. If you'd like to read more, there is uh, an article over on... Uh, PC gamer, but keep in mind, PC gamers also the people who so said that. So informational base too. How do you sign up for the flighting process for the Halo uh, campaign co-op? Because a lot of people are confused on how to sign up for that, and I know oh. you would know better than anybody. Uh, because uh, we were actually, it's funny because like I had a bunch of people in the community actually come up to me, and I actually figured it out. But I'll let you speak it because you're the Halo guy. So yeah. go. All right, so to find out how you can get involved in Insider Flighting, you can either do a keyword search for Halo Insider at halowaypoint.com or simply type haloinsider.com. What you'll need to do is fill out the information there. You'll also need to make sure that you've got the brief and they give you instructions on how to do it to pull the um, the text data for your PC or, or Xbox system, your console system or your PC system, so they can figure out where you fit into the testing process. The reason that this is a necessary thing is because there are certain things that they need to test on. For example, I'm running an i9 9900K and an RTX 2070. That is considered the average recommended specs for Halo Infinite. But 
because there is so much dynamic information and dynamic differences between a myriad of different components that go into PC gaming, they need to have a larger number of people with, you know, maybe 3050s, maybe 2050s, maybe 1050s. So if they're short or shy on one area or another, um, they will grab people and include them in different flighting. This flooding, from what I understand, is going to be open to every Halo Insider. So make sure you get your profile updated. Mm -hmm. You turn on the turn on testing for whichever device that you're going to be testing the game on, whether it's console or PC. Follow those instructions and get set and get ready because it's going to be coming up here very, very soon. And you want to do that as quickly as possible. And also July yeah. 11. <laughs> but also once you're once you're an insider, uh, and as long as you keep your information updated. You're an insider forever at that point. Um, mm -hmm. I've been an insider for a very long time. Since the beginning. <clears throat> <I'm>, but <clears throat> yeah, that's the way, that's what you want to do. And the more people testing, the better, because it's a much faster way of finding out what you can do and how you can get involved and how you can help solve problems once they're identified. Make sure you're filling out your, your feedback forms and your error reports. And just since we're here, I want to cover this. There is a difference <clears throat> between... We, we opened up Pandora's box. He's going. Sorry. Here we go. There, I want to be very clear. They are going to be have two different things you can do. There are your error report, error logs, so and feedback reports. Errors and error reports are issues that are pertaining specifically to the functionality of the game, game breaking glitches, map holes, um, spots where and and all sorts of all of those things that are technical performative issues. Those are your error reports you need to be clinical emotionless and descriptive when you come up with these that makes it so much easier for those people taking the intakes going okay this is an issue here this is where we go they don't need you saying what the fuck your goddamn map is broken there's a fucking hole here that's not helpful that's not helpful at all you simply say there's a hole in this map at this point boom take a screenshot put it up there there you go feedback the feedback report is for providing constructive feedback, which is observative. When you are observing something or you have an opinion about a change that might need to be made, you either like the way the melee hits or you feel the melee is short or you feel the melee is too long. Or if you are feeling said. like there needs to be more weapons on a map, if you feel the map is unbalanced, if you are feeling like there's a lighting problem, these are feedback elements, not error reports. Know the difference, be kind, there are a lot of people reading that going through and helping with this process. Do not be a shithole or you may get, you may get removed from the program. Just saying, yeah. be good. Don't be a, Remember, don't be a dick. people too, people. And they, yeah, they exactly. love these reports because they help uh, them yeah. fix the game. So that way people don't bitch about it and tear them apart. Yeah. And so it once takes again, time to fix yeah. them. Yes. Haloinsider.com, uh, or you can simply keyword search Halo Insider from within halowaypoint.com. Make sure you sign in with the same account that you use when you're signing into the game on uh, PC or on console. Okay, there's my shtick. Shtick. All right, what was the next game you were going to talk about? Uh, the next one, let's talk about an interesting one. So, um, I don't know if maybe people noticed or remember, but last year, Dr. Disrespect, Guy Beam, started his own AAA game design studio, and he is apparently working on an extraction shooter right now. Um, so, apparently he founded a AAA game studio with former Call of Duty creative strategist Robert Bowling and Halo 5 multiplayer designer, who also was a Mixer staff member, Quinn Delahoyle. Oh, shit. And Quinn Delahoyle, so Quinn is over there with, uh, with Doc, 
And so I'm, I'm excited to see. Yeah, that's going to be a great game. That, that's You've got really good, deep-rooted, experienced people from multiple different vantage points at that. And I'm, I'm excited to see what comes out of this uh, and what so, it's going to look like. So here's, here's a question for you, okay? How can you call yourself a triple-A game studio when you've never created a game? Money. Yeah, money. They, they, they've got the funding, so that—that's literally what it's well, about. I know, but is, I'm just saying, is the funding. I was, I was just being facetious. So, yeah, I know. Yeah, but, but you and, get what I'm saying. Like, yeah. if you've never created a game ever, how can you call yourself a AAA game company? Just because you're a content creator and you have millions of dollars doesn't mean that the game yeah. is going to be a AAA game. Um, and, I mean, and, but, just, and, I, and I wanted to do though. Yeah, AAA game. Most of them, I feel like, aren't AAA games. Like, yeah. So. Yeah. And <laughs> the the one and the reason I looked into this article is because I was like, wait a minute, what exactly qualifies as an extraction shooter? And I discovered it. It is a PvPVE raid game. Yeah, I, yeah. which is which, awesome. Which that is, sounds which is like kind so of, much fun. It's kind of like uh, it's it's kind of like <clears throat> a mix between Rainbow Six Extraction and yeah. Gambit in Destiny. Like yes. they have like the the PVE characters oh, from the actual yeah. single player game inside attacking you, but then you also at the same time you're against another you're, team, other yeah, teams right. as well. So, okay. so I think that'd be really which, cool. I've always said that for the longest time. I still think to this day that, and I know a lot of people are going to be like, "Shut the fuck up, Drake! Don't say this! Don't wish this into existence!" But oh, I swear to God, if they made a BR in Destiny with PVE PVP style. Where basically you yep. and a hundred people drop in together in one giant ass map with all the creatures and all the shit inside Destiny in one map. And you drop down, you got to avoid them. Why also avoiding other characters? And then there's one big fucking giant monster in the middle that you got to take out. Whether it's a boss or one it's like they cycle it out every month, whatever. And you kill that one boss and then... You also got to avoid other PvP characters. It's a lot of chaos and a lot of fucking... But it, I think that would be so much fun because then you get the PvP ac accents of it and then you'd also yeah. get the PvE and you could sit back and you could play games and it still has all... Because still to this day, I think Halo... Halo... Bungie, what they did with Halo in the originally in, in the first uh, span of the history of Halo did such an amazing job with gunplay. I loved it. And yeah. then they took what they learned there and they made it even better in Destiny. And I still think Destiny has one of the most amazing gun systems out of any game I've ever played. Yeah, they have space magic and they have everything else, but I still think like the shooting is so realistic to the weapons, even though that you're shooting a giant slug out of it, but the noises and the the mechanics and the way that it opens up, yeah. like it's just so amazing. I wish more games had that type of gun style. Because I'm really getting sick and tired of the cartoony animation bullshit. I'm sorry. I like yeah. I, it's it's been a frustration for me for a while because like I watch a lot of people play games and because I like to see how people are playing. Because as a content creator, you're always trying to find new ways and uh, Storm, I was watching you too. Like even when you're doing like role play, right? And you're goofing around and you're making up your own story with characters that are already existing. That yeah, yeah. in itself is a cool concept. Now, I hate Grand Theft Auto. Can't fucking stand it. Just save my life or the role play aspect of that. Can't stand it. Red Dead is a little bit more understandable because, like, it's 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 different. Like, you can... Yeah. I But you, I, I don't know. That's kind of harsh to say. But but me, personally, I'm not a big fan of it. I love, like, role play games. And, and 
you know, I used to LARP, so that's a whole nother thing in itself. So I understand that aspect of it, but, but I just, you know, there's, there's a, a fine line where I think this industry has, we're, we're, we're repeating our old mistakes. We're not, yeah. we're not evolving. We're literally repeating the same shit. And right. I think we can all agree this fall and beyond is really going to be the next generation of games. I think we're finally, we're getting games that we have been waiting for. So I want to bring this we're, game up. Go ahead. Go ahead, DJ. What? We are. Where the fuck is Half-Life 3? <laughs> uh, it's in VR. <clears throat> it's what? It's in VR because they came up with that Alex project. Oh, Alex is not at Half-Life 3. But it's still Half-Life 3 ish. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, that's how the industry standard labels stuff, you know, just like we're never yeah, going right. to get a Titan 3. It's 3 ish. Hello, 3 ish. 3 ish. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like we finally got an announcement for uh, Skull and Bones, which was announced at two, yeah. two, 2017 E3. Yep. We were still part of Mixer then. Yeah. <laughs> We yes, were at us. that show. Us, I remember I remember when they announced it and they were supposed to be a competing factor with with it was Ubisoft's answer to Sea of Thieves. But yeah. they took the same engine that they made Black Flag, which is still to this day one of my favorite Assassin's Creeds. Absolutely amazing game. Amazing game. One of the best sailing, stories. Just, the, it, and just sailing talk. at the ocean. Yeah. I got uh, a story about that when you're done. Yeah, no, so so that <clears> game that game in itself one of the best Assassin's Creed's next to Valhalla, because Valhalla's amazing, but two different genres. Like, that's when the game started shifting from, Assassin's Creed started shifting from more of an Assassin's game into more of an open-world fuck-shit-up game. Um, yeah. So, and then we're right on the cusp, too, of Ubisoft announcing uh, the Assassin's Creed Infinity Project, which I'm still really excited for that. I still think that's going to be amazing. Um, and there's already been rumors and speculations that it's going to drop this month or this month or next month. Um, August is going to be a huge month of news. We've got San Diego Comic-Con. We've got fucking, yep. uh, we've got D23 for Disney. And you know, we're going to get all the new Disney series. We're going to get all the new games, all the new Star Wars games. All that stuff is going to drop. We still got Knights of the Old Republic. We still got all these games that are still like right here. They're right there. Right. Awesome. But yeah, but but what I'm most excited for, and you know how fucking giddy I was. I don't know if you guys saw how much I was going off of this in my Discord. When they announced God of War Ragnarok on my fucking birthday, which happens to yeah. be Odin's day, which is even more crazy. And weird fun fact, the day I was born, it was on that fucking Wednesday, on November 9th, back in 1982. So... Long time ago, but that's that's my culture. That's my background. That's Norwegian, Nordic. Like, that's me, yeah. right? Scottish. So, but they announced it, the collector's edition, with a full Molnir, Full replica Molnir. Yeah. And it becomes available for pre-order in three days. And I literally told, I told everybody, I go, I don't give a shit if I had to sell my next four children before they're even born. I want this fucking thing now. Yeah. Like I, I literally want this thing because I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I am so excited. It comes out on my birthday because my birthday is the one day a year that I'm a selfish prick. 
It is all about me. I don't give a shit about anybody else. What the hell is going on? Because all year long, I literally like focus on charities and helping other people out and just, you know, streaming and having a good time. But but that day specifically, I'm a selfish diva. I'm not going to lie. I literally like that day. I'm like, it's about me. I don't give a shit. Because when I was a kid, like I never got to have those big extravagant birthdays. I never got to have like my parents were the type of people go work for it if you want it, you know. Uh, which yeah. instilled a lot of the grain that I have now. So in a way, it was kind of a good thing. But but I didn't really have that great childhood like so many other people did. You know, like I didn't I didn't get like these big extravagant birthday parties or anything. They were like, hey, you want to take a Genesis? Go mow lawns in the neighborhood. You know, yeah. <laughs> so I yep. did. And I got every single system myself. So that's that's also instilled in me in the video game industry. So but yeah. yes. So but Skull and Bones comes out on the 8th. That's, uh, yeah, I'm excited for that one. God of War yeah. comes out on the 9th. And then I don't even know what else we're going to get around that time because Scorn is supposed to be coming out around that time, which I'm excited for that game. That game looks awesome. We also have Calypso Protocol, which that game looks awesome. That looks like God of War had a baby with Dead Space. So I don't yeah. know. What, what are yeah. you guys most right? excited about? Stormbreaker, we haven't heard you talk in a while. You're just over there, you know, stroking your mustache, squeezing your mic. No, what, 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 what do you think? Ragnarok is definitely one I'm looking forward to. I want to buy a yeah. PlayStation because I've been, I'm like, God of War They're is available still fresh on Walmart.com right now. Yeah, like, it's fresh in my brain because uh, I played it on PC. I waited mm. for God of War to be released for PC. Yeah. So, Ditto. so I'm like, it's still fresh in my brain. And I'm like, damn, I'm going to be like, I'm waiting so for it to come out on PC now, like just so I can play it, just so I can play it. Like I'm, I, I'm excited about that. That's probably the game I'm most excited about. I'll be hard not to watch just to see what it's like, you know, without like trying to spoil it for myself. But, um, yeah, I think that is definitely something. Um, I think the open world, like Hogwarts looks kind of interesting. I don't know. Though. That's coming out this Harry... year, right? The Hogwarts yeah. legacy. The yeah. Harry Potter games that came out. I was like, they Meh. were fun for like a hot second. Yeah, you, you know? beat them and, and this, then you were done. Yeah, and this yeah, was five-hour so campaign. Like, this could be something to geek out about, but I don't know. I mean, we'll see. Um, well, we know DJ's I, a big Harry Potter fan too, and so am I. Yeah, yep. I just it, and and Republic, like all that, like I love all the nerd out stuff. Obviously, like anything, like um, I'm all about it. But I uh, I've been burned so many times. Like I, <laughs> yeah. I just yeah. I know this is gonna like I think a lot of gamers would agree. Like we've just been burned so many times with like being hyped up for something. Like and then fucking it, and then Cyberpunk. Yeah, look, Cyberpunk. You know what? Even, look, even look, I will really defend that yeah, game. Yeah, Battlefield was a hot dude, mess you know? dude, several oh, times in a row. Cyberpunk, yeah. dude, I will still defend that game, dude. It was so <clears throat> good. I fucking love it. I still haven't beat it, but I love it. Out the gate, they they you know, outriders too, like out the gate, all these problems, and it's like and I'm not trying to knock the devs or the companies. Yeah. It's, you know, like I feel for them. I think that's really tough. I mean, they want it to succeed too. It's not like they're mm -hmm. like, yeah, you know, not. Oh yeah. They, they don't want the game to have rough starts, you know, but it's just, I think we've all just been so roughed up a little bit by, by a lot of that, that it's like, <laughs> like the um, Avengers, the Avengers was a prime example of that too. That game, yeah. the story, the oh. single player story was fantastic. And then after that, it was like, they, they, yeah it's like where do we go from here you know yeah, uh, yeah. like i feel like i feel like even like games like that like you know they were they were service calls to our fan base and like a lot of people were super excited for that game and they just had mighty thor just come out as well to yeah. kind of coexist and F F fortnite just had you know the the skins yeah. come out yeah. for 
Uh, hate myself. I have to. I have to get those skins. Yeah, I, I know. To. Well, and it also comes with Stormbreaker. It, just it, so I know. Yeah, like, it, it has Stormbreaker, so you no. better. Yeah, yeah. I had and, to, right. and not only that, but you want to know a cool little tweak. This is the, okay. Look, I'm just gonna say this. Like, even if you don't play Fortnite, Fortnite has the best licensing agreement and contracts out of any other game. They are the only game that has every genre and type. And it was just announced. And my inner, uh, my inner childhood, because I'm a big anime guy. I love anime. Yeah, they announced and it's well, they well, they haven't announced, but it's been leaked. It's been shown. And when there's that much detail to it, you know, it's coming. Supposedly this week, they're bringing the Dragon Ball Z universe into Fortnite with 12 new characters. Brilliant. And it's a great but I'm 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 excited about it, but I'm also pissed. And I'll explain why in a second. Spend money. (laughs) One, I had to spend money that I don't have Two, Yeah. uh, Also. I feel like they could have made Dragon Ball Z its own season. It could have been three months because yeah. all the evolutions of the characters, uh, all the characters, the battle pass would have been amazing. Like they're like who pays if you, who? It, what? When it comes to that, what? who pays who? You know I don't. What I, mean? I don't regard? even know, man. You know they're both raking in money. Yeah, it's a win well, for you, both. Well, I actually just so read who's a document for the advertisement. You know, I actually just watched something with my wife. I just watched this. It was like the future of or the future soon. It's on Netflix. It's actually really cool. It's like the stuff that's coming down, and they talk about like the industry. Well, one of the things they were talking about is the skins business, about how like it is a one point nine billion dollar. Yeah, it's massive. Because customization and it means absolutely nothing. It means nothing. You're buying a skin and you probably will use it four times and then switch because something else comes out. And people go out and buy skins and that's why Fortnite can do these big negotiations and big deals, I think, because they know that everybody's going to go and be like, all right, cool. Like, we know we got the fan base. We dropped Naruto and everybody bought those skins. We just made, you know, $65 million off of a fucking skin that was already created. Right. We're we're building up hype and energy around this franchise that a lot of people have never watched or never even seen before because they're feeding. The one nice thing about Fortnite that I love the most is that it is literally taking all these yeah. different fan bases and bringing it to the next generation. The one yeah. thing I hate about it, though, is that all these new generational kids are like, have you seen Naruto? It's the greatest show ever. I'm like, dude, I fucking grew up on these in the 90s. Like, dude, shut from Fortnite. Out. And they're yeah. like, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah, it, that, this kid is from Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, and I've actually heard that from, like, some of my, like, from my nephews. They're like, did you get the, the, the Master Chief skin? Isn't that cool? And I'm like, bitch, I've been playing with this shit for years. Mm, I was... Before your daddy even had seeds in his ball sack, oh I was playing this. God, speaking of which, speaking, <laughs> hold on, like, I, I got that than transition. You and I knew I that was. transition, because so okay, I'm so I, in the last couple of weeks, I've really gotten back into Rainbow Six Siege, and so I was playing late Yay. night. I was solo queuing right and getting with different people, and we rolled in, and I met two people who were really funny, and we just teamed up, and then there was three of us, and we were we were talking a lot in game chat, like just goofing off and fucking around. And then these two kids come in, and they are full-on squeakers. Hmm. Like, I don't know what to do with this. Why, why are we putting up walls? Can I? How? How do I buy skins? Can Can you dance with these characters? It's like this is not Fortnite, bub. What do they have like V bucks and stuff? No, they don't have V bucks. You, what? Whose parents 
It lets you get on here. Jesus. Well, you it know, was, yeah, anyways. Well, I just, well, you know what the funny thing is, though, DJ, is that, you know, and even Stormbreaker brought this up, too, about the burnout, right? We get these mm -hmm. games that, like, we keep getting, we keep getting let down because we spend all this money. But if you honestly think about it, a lot of the games now, we don't have to worry about that because most of them are on Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. And I'm sorry, that is mm. the best value in game, hands down. You pay, oh, what, yeah. 15, 20 Xbox bucks? Xbox is killing it. And game, Pass, game Pass needs to be recognized and and in Steam. I'm going to be honest, they need to get integrated in with Steam so that I can have one fucking place to, get all my, to, to play my games and not have to use that stupid, busted-ass Windows Game Store. That yeah, is the most jacked-off fucking... They launcher ever it, but i don't think they'll ever like merge it like yeah steam. they'll never they merge okay. it Do you, here's they the thing to, like talk to steam and like or, pay them for well, say, hey, but here's the thing i gotta say this because when i worked at microsoft i brought it up i literally went to their group and was like look your shit is fucked up it's broken I remember you let me show you i remember let you me show you stormed you. into the office and you were like we gotta fix this fucking thing, the fucking video. Like, cause I remember what triggered it. We were all playing games, remember? And we were trying to use the Xbox app to communicate. Oh, that's PC, yes. And you got triggered. And you were like, uh, I'm going in fucking... tomorrow. I've had enough. You got I did. so I went... fucking mad, dude. He I literally got... rolled. <laughs> he was but so it was... upset. Like how, but that's the thing. You own the product. How do you fuck it up? that badly well, that it performs a, this poorly but microsoft has a huge game in communication you would think that their app would be better i'm just Thank saying you. the xbox app is is a little janky they have gotten better and i will tell you the more and more that the xbox game cloud is is launching out with all these games it works really well I, yeah. I not having to put games on my hard drive and just being able to play them right out the gate with no download loading up and it as long as you have a good internet connection it fucking yeah. it, it's seamless it's so fucking great because i have a kinshi i got a razor kinshi and hook it up to my phone and i'll play in bed but like now and that was before cloud got because uh, i was still in the beta but now cloud you can just you know fucking hook it up and all those games and you just load them up instantly it's fantastic like i love that because that what was the worst thing ever when you're playing with friends and you're like hey like let's play this well i don't have it downloaded Okay, well, you don't have to worry about that. Just get on cloud. Yeah, just get on cloud. Yeah, Run problem solved. And, and you don't have to worry about the weight anymore. It's fucking fantastic. Because I think I've even done that with, like, DJ. I'm like, DJ, download it. He's like, I don't have space. And, you know, and we're like, no, download it. And he's like, I want to. And then we'll argue, and then I end up getting pulled into fucking zombies. Fucking Minecraft, man. <laughs> you know what I would do if I was in Microsoft? Because I think Microsoft... I think the Bring problem back is when it comes to this stuff. Well, yeah, yeah. I think. Well, the thing yes. is, though, is, I do think I do Pick think up. that the idea was a good idea. They just they they missed on the execution with some. I don't know. I'm, I don't want to get into the whys, but um, with the Game Pass coming out and people, I don't know if many people, anyone that watches streamers knows when you're watching a streamer that you're entertained by, you. If they're doing a good job, you want to play that game. Yep. Mm -hmm. well, streamers are great exactly. for marketing, marketing Game Pass. They're great at marketing they, video we, games. It should be an add-on to get Game Pass for people to get that game and start playing that game. Yeah, we streamers used to do that on. Really, yeah, yeah, that yeah, was. We used to do I that on Mixer. Make so much money with that dude, where so, you could put I the game like, that you're playing, and they could just purchase yeah. it right through your chat. Right. So oh I think my that God. there was a lot of. I, I that's why I believed so much in Microsoft because there was so much potential. Yeah, and. With that said, yes, I'd bring back Mixer, but the thing that I was thinking is, is I would poach some of the Steam employees 
because you need the UI. There's rumors that they're Discord. trying to sell though, dude. Yeah, I would poach the Discord people like that. Like who's running these things at right? Because we need the people running the things right. So communication's good. So the UI for getting your games is good. And then I would poach the people that are making the Steam Deck and I would make a freaking Xbox portable that you can play all your game passes on. You're all your game pass games on. Why not? Yep. Like that's that's yep. massive I, uh, amounts of people are going to buy that to play their game pass because game pass is absolutely brilliant. Yeah, look, it's and, and if you look at. And if you look at the PSP and the PS Vita and the popularity of that of that handheld device for and as long annoying. as it went, it's it's still popular. Right. It's still yep. selling. Yeah. And even though they stopped putting games on it, they started now doing their their version of cloud to it. You can download right. them, but yep. it's still going. And it's yep. so, still selling, which means it's just those games. Like <clears throat> Microsoft has a way bigger game catalog. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right. So that's what I mean. And it's now like, since they're trying to get so into more. PC, yeah, they're trying to get yeah. into PC more too, and that. That I mean, it makes sense though. I mean, like Microsoft has always had their their hands in gaming. Like I mean, every game had the Microsoft symbol yeah. down the bottom left corner. You know, they're, you never Microsoft saw that with Apple or anything because Apple could never right run heads, games. They're good. Yeah, what? if they get the right people, they have all the money. You know what I mean? They just well, I think the, the right problem decision. is, is it's the monopoly standard. Like, yeah, I mean, so honestly, that, like, like yeah. it, they're so big now that if they took over Steam, they would control the market because then that means that literally Sony. When they release their games, Microsoft would have some capture in that because you think about how many Sony games are going on Steam. Yeah. Yeah. So they would, I don't think it'll ever happen. It would be fucking what? fantastic well, for gamers, but I don't think it would ever happen because Sony is stingy with money. We all know Sony is stingy with money. And, but, and but, a lot of people get mad I, at me. Wanna, They're like, how are they stingy with money? Blah, blah, blah. And all the Sony fanboys out there, sorry, they are. Sony is garbage when it comes to fucking take care of their gamers, especially with their new fucking premium <clears throat> fucking setup. Well, through, and through that dude i so i, I want to point one thing out ahead. though one thing out yes i they they do love having their own proprietary bullshit except when they tested and that was honestly i they they were testing the waters to see all right what kind of sales are we going to get with if we put out god of war on pc and that game went ballistic mm -hmm. with right. PC sales. They know there is a market there. It did not impact their PlayStation sales. They ended yep. up engaging with a whole new group of users. Yep. They would be, they would be so, they would miss out on such a massive potential financial opportunity if they just went back to being co their console only. They yeah. need to release it and get the PC gamers back in with them because it's just all it's going to do is make the money or Can just I make a new PSP. I think the reason why PlayStation is doing it the way they're doing, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. What I yeah. in their head is they saw the big amount of people buying and playing on PC and they're not going to release it at the same time. I think that they're trying, they're like, we're going to stagger. They're it staggering. Yeah. Six people months staggering. People like me are going to go, shit, I want to play it now. I'm going to go get a PlayStation. So that's what, I think that's what their mentality yeah. is, is they're like. 100%. Well, it's a smart marketing tactic. PC, but we're going to wait. Look. And I, that won't really battle by a PlayStation. But, but can I be honest with you guys? Have you yeah. seen a PlayStation 5 in a store since it launched? Anywhere? No. No. Nope. No, but I haven't been in a store in a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's also true. Um, Dude, so, but, but I'm just saying, though, because, you know, like, there was all those fake fucking numbers that came out and said they're the number one selling car. I'm like, how? You yeah. can't find them you anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah, online, Whereas in you really? can and, and and the funny thing about it is too for the and we we should talk about this too because this is actually really record breaking news is the fact that Xbox is outselling PlayStation in their home country of Japan by yep. astronomical numbers.
Xbox yeah, is crushing it right now in Japan. Killing the game, and you know man. the reason why? It. Because of the Series S. That the Series S? Not S, the X? No, the S. And I'm going to tell you why. Even though the X is more powerful, it's almost just as powerful as the X. Mm-hmm. There are some differences. Obviously, I have the X and I have the S upstairs, and I definitely notice the difference in power scaling and obviously like the visuals. It's, yeah. But it's not that much. It's not enough to be like, oh, I'm going to go spend the extra money on a Series X. Uh, to be honest with you, the average house home is going to buy the S at that $299 mark. They're going to put it in. Not only that, the thing is it's tiny. It's this fucking big. It's this big. Yeah. It's super you tiny. PlayStation should do that? Is that what so, you're saying? No, but what I'm saying is, so every single store, even during the pandemic, had Series S's in the fucking store. I saw them at Walmart. Yeah. I saw them at Best Buy. I saw them at fucking... Every fucking electronic store had them. Amazon they, had them. They, they were went everywhere. into production so early. They yeah. they got everything done before the shortages <laughs> happened, so they hit COVID at a perfect time, and that's the reason why they're winning. And that's the reason why they have so many numbers everywhere. But it's not just the system. It's the yeah. fact it's their marketing plan of what they're doing. They're releasing the apps on TV where you just have to have a controller now. You pay for Xbox Ultimate hook up a controller with some good Wi-Fi, and you fucking have an Xbox without even buying a system now. Xbox is taking over the market yep. because they're <clears> smart. <throat> they hit the yeah. small demographic. They hit the high-end profo- profile gaming with the Series X, and now they're releasing the apps and cloud gaming. They, they hit every market, and they're on PC. They hit every yeah. market all at once and said, here's everything. This is for the gamers. This is not about just fucking releasing the most expensive console and hope for the best like PlayStation did. PlayStation released, and so many people were like, well, the discless and the disc version of the PS5, like, it's the same exact console, except you lose the disc drive, so you're getting a better value with the the discless. Well, where the fuck are you? You can't get either one. So it doesn't matter which one's cheaper or more expensive. You pay the extra bucks to get the one with the disc so you can play your old games, whatever. None of that fucking matters because you cannot get the systems. You cannot get the systems. That's rough. So... Just in general, just in general, as I have a Fall Guy fucking ad pop up on our Discord, um, but <laughs> but uh, but just in general, like those type of things are are so crucial. Yeah. In in marketing and advertisement, and Microsoft has their shit together. Phil Spencer, like, and I've talked. We with the exception talk, we, of their game launcher and their fucking and mixer PC communications, down yeah, and spending too much money on upscale fucking streamers that shut down the platform. Um. Besides that, why? Well, well, somebody's got to say it. Like I don't give a Jesus shit. Like Christ. you know what? Look, look. I, I'm just gonna say this right now for anybody out there who was on Mixer. I'm just gonna say it one last time. Well, it probably won't be the last time. But anybody that was on Mixer, right? Probably it's been be it's been it's been two years, right? Two years. We still all have PTSD from it. I'm sorry, we do. We all have. We lost our communities, our base, our solid ground. Microsoft yeah. messed up. By closing that down. They shouldn't have spent as much money on... And I don't think Ninja's a bad guy. Good for him. He made money. Shroud. I don't understand his content at all, to be honest. But but, but everybody has a different opinion on gaming. Whatever. Uh, but somebody who doesn't talk to their chat or anybody or acknowledges anybody shouldn't be a content creator. Just saying. It's kind of weird. Um, but, but besides the point. I don't understand why they closed. They shouldn't have. They were literally making the industry better by having Mixer there. Twitch was changing. 
every platform was changing and evolving and advancing <coughs> because of that mm -hmm. platform being there. And we're talking about features that were on Mixer that still, why haven't they been implemented into Twitch? Why hasn't Twitch made their own versions of that? Why isn't FTL with zero latency on Twitch? Why is it? What, well, yeah. yeah, but but why not sell it? Why are they not buying it? Because that would make such huge difference and show people on Mixer, all the people that lost their communities, hey, we are trying to make things better for everybody. We teamed up with Microsoft to bring this to you guys. You know, yeah, I know a lot of you guys are sad, but think about how many people, if they took away the exclusivity clause like Mixer had, how much of a difference and an impact Twitch would have compared to everywhere else? Like, zero latency. A huge thing, dude. I hate waiting 10 seconds to fucking talk to somebody. And 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 the reason why I say 10 seconds is because I don't experience low latency, uh, like latency issues. It's maybe two seconds tops. But everybody else in the world doesn't have fucking fiber or high-speed internet like yep. we do as content creators. You got to think about the general populace. Most of them live somewhere where there may not even be a, a internet store even 20 miles away. Like, yeah. it's, it's so, they can't just be, like, hooking up fiber in the middle of fucking backwoods fucking <laughs> South Carolina. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and, or, or in Alabama or all these other places that have rural areas where, you know, even fucking Texas. Texas is huge, but there are so many places that don't have fucking, like, spots where they even yeah. have good internet. <clears throat> so you got to think about the general populace watching our streams and watching these things. Like, they don't have that that option. So FTL was a good option, like, legitimate FTL, where it was instant. Like, what you were watching is what you saw. Now, granted, some people weren't able to experience that because even them had bad internet, but it was still, instead of 10 seconds or 12 seconds, it was three. Yeah. So quick responses, us being able to interact on the spot, those type of things. And, you know, I just I just really... Yeah, like, I hate me, the delay. I, I so hate much. the fucking delay. I hate it. I, especially even, like, when I'm... Like, say, for example, like, we're all gaming together. And I'm like, hey, man, yep. just go over here. And you're like, I've already been there. What are you talking? I'm like, no, right there. And you're like, no, I've already done that. And you're arguing with somebody that you're in Discord yep. right there on the spot. But they can't see it. But they can't see it for 10 seconds. It's, it's like, ugh. Yeah. Like, you're like, no, go right there, go right there. And you're like, where? And then you move your mouse all the way to the other side of the screen. Yeah. yeah. Dude, how many times have we all done um, that? And, but, and I want to I want to point out one thing. Sorry, not to interrupt. No, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. The uh, a lot of people are like, yeah, buying those features or buying the rights or licensing those features costs a metric shit ton of money, blah, blah, blah. I want to point out that Twitch profited. This is above. This is after cost. Like you've got your total, you know, revenue and then you've got your your surplus. They generated $2.6 billion just in the year of 2021. They've got the money. Just saying. And you know why they profited that much more money? Because all the people that actually continued their careers as mm -hmm. content creators for Mixer, they only went two places. Yep. They went to YouTube, Here. they went to Facebook, or they went to Twitch. And I yep. say two places because that's the other two places. They only yeah. had one other re legitimate place to go as a content creator, yeah. and that was Twitch. So most people, you know, a lot of people on Mixer, they took that two grand and went to fucking Facebook, tried it out, and they were like, fuck this, I'm out, and they left and went back to Twitch anyway. Or they went yeah. to YouTube or wherever. And Unless YouTube you're on was still a YouTube contract or a Facebook con uh, contract, no you're point. really not making enough 
yeah to, to there's get no by point anyway you you would need a monthly stipend deal with one of them to be an actual earner, yeah. like uh, a full-time stream to continue being a full-time <clears throat> streamer there's no way i mean the, the funny thing is, is twitch takes more money from you than any pl other platform yeah and yet you still make more money yeah. that's how far ahead it is yep well uh, that's that's the platforms. big argument too like a lot of people that went to trovo and these other websites you know they they defend Gl it glimish or glimish yeah glimish or whatever that they get more as a content creator but in all actuality you're not you know why because you're yeah. not getting the discoverability you're and and granted twitch has no discoverability at all other than the fact that it is the titan it is the titan in the industry and other you than youtube who just recently got into gaming over the last two years they weren't yeah. even really involved with gaming at all until the last two years so now you got to think about it, right? So if you're a content creator, here's my biggest piece of advice. And this is just me personally. I'm sure Stormbreaker and DJ probably have a different opinion or maybe they agree with me. But honestly, Twitch is the way to go as far as content, live stream content is concerned, in my opinion. Uh, and the reason why is because there are ways to grow your platform. There are ways to grow your content. And a yeah. lot of people think playing Call of Duty and Fortnite and all these ones are the way to grow because they're the bigger numbers, but that is so far from the truth. And I will give you an example why. Me, even where I'm at, with my numbers, I'm at, I just hit 41,200 something. I'm about ready to pass my ending numbers for Mixer, which is a huge celebratory for me. Um, not everybody was as lucky as me. And I fucking worked my ass off to get to this point. It is, I have never stopped. You can ask DJ. He knows better than anybody. I push DJ. I push everyone around me, and I've always been good about making sure that everybody stays on track because we all deserve it. Everybody's content is important because it's you. Don't try to be Ninja. Don't try to be fucking Dr. Disrespect. Don't try to be DJ, me, Stormbreaker, yep. anybody. Be you because I'm not in your channel to watch a duplicate of somebody fucking else. Don't be Nick Merckx because you play Call of Duty or Apex. Don't well, fucking... That Nick it, it just, and if you're fucking someone else, it's against TOS. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Don't so, do anyone. Yeah, don't don't do anyone. Yeah. But just just in general, like, just be you. Because yeah. a lot of people always give me shit that I'm variety. How can you be true variety? Because I play what the fuck I want. I don't care what the number one game is. I will play games when they first come out because I enjoy them. But you got to think about when new games come out, like, so God of War, when it comes out, you know, somebody in Sony's category, one of their content creators with millions of followers is going to get a free copy of it. And he's going to live stream it because that's how they make their money in marketing. You are not going to be number one on day of. It just won't happen. Because they always have people that they're paying to do that or they're boosting their advertisement or they are mark. They got millions of dollars in advertisement behind them. But. If you come back to those games, this is something that I, this is a working formula and, and I swear to God, it works every time. And it's also another great reason why people like, uh, that play PC games for mm -hmm. Sony, for example, when those games come out six, seven months, you're not competing against those top streamers anymore because you're a different genre and a different base. You will still battle against people, but the numbers cut in half or if not more. So you have more opportunity for discoverability because people are like, oh, look at this guy. This guy's got a cool setup. Oh, I like this guy. He's chill, whatever. Oh my God, this guy's a hype spaz ass, whatever. And you're watching yeah. the streams <laughs> and and you're, you're, you're going to get a better chance for engagement. Now, the cool thing is, is that 
I played Outriders, and you know, I know you brought that up. Yeah. I was number one for Outriders three days in a row. And every single person that used to love the game or thought it died or asking how it is, has it gotten any better? Is it is it worse? Whatever. All those people come in and they see me enjoying that game. Not only does it look good for the dev, but it looks good on you. And that leads to partnerships and agreements. And you know what? Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, playing older games, playing back catalog games that you never got a chance to beat because you played it when it first came out and everybody was playing it. And then you yeah. just let it sit there on the back burner and you come back to it when nobody else is playing it. I guarantee and you're sitting you, at the top of the category. Yeah, you're sitting at the top of the category, and people have the nostalgia for all the people that played it when it first came out. You are always in the top ten, because yep. because most of the time, like I'm going to give you a prime example, Avengers when it first came out, that first month there was millions of people playing it. It died out. If you go play that, even if you've got 20 viewers and you play yep. it now, you're still in the top ten. But all the people that enjoyed the game when it first came out, they're like, did the game get any good? Was something new released? Why are you playing this? Yeah. And they're going to come in and they're going to start talking to you. And it builds up a communication between you and your chat and the love for that game because you're experiencing it for the first time. And then you got people that come in that are like, backseat gaming, of course. You always got yeah. that. But they'll come in and be like, oh, dude, like you're like I love that you're playing this. I'm going to drop you a follow. I support you. I'm telling you, it works, guys. Don't play the big games. Play games that you love and enjoy, and even if you got to go back and play other games, it will help you grow. I swear to God, in the last week, in the last week, I've got over 215 new followers. I just looked it up while we were talking. 215 new followers from Outriders alone. So nice. You get what I'm saying. Like, yep. it's a huge thing. Now, granted, will all those people stick when you stop start playing something else? No, but they'll still be there. And you never know, they may like that next game that's close to Outriders and come back later. And you're going to get an influx. So, just my piece of advice. What do you guys think? What's your thought on that? Like, what, what, where are you guys at with gaming? And, like, what do you guys think as far as, like, what do you think is the next step and approach to grow your channels? And, and what games do you guys enjoy that you think you have a good base for? Go for it, Storm. <clears throat> uh, Rainbow. Rainbow is still good for me, which I'm glad. Like a lot of people are like, this game's dead, and I'm like, the fuck it no, is. It's still, they're still <laughs> making new seasons. It's doing better. It has like a yeah. few ups and downs. I, I'll always go back to Rainbow because I love the game though too. So I mean, I absolutely agree with everything you said. I'm a little mad that you said it because now you're you're telling people the one of the only few ways to grow as a streamer today. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're giving away the secret, Shut god up. damn it! No, Shut I'm up, Drake. That, god is, damn. that is actually a great way. Um, like a lot of a lot of streamers are still saying use TikTok, and it's like, yeah, TikTok's great, but it's so oversaturated already now. If you weren't into TikTok when everyone was doing the silly doofy dances, um, yeah, when everyone was like, oh, it's cringe, I'm never gonna do it. Those well, are the even ones that, that really blew up. Even but, that I mean, though, Stormbreaker. People, there's this whole conspiracy about good. like all the top people that really boomed. They were there's talks that they were paid to boom on purpose. Oh no no there dude every yeah. I'm sorry but every platform I hate to break it to you guys but politics does that is yeah. Yeah. everybody politics, does that yeah yeah politics but now it's actually coming out and now people are talking about everything it. and it doesn't matter yeah it doesn't even every single platform there's undeserving people who knew some people who were in early that blew up and there's no changing that that's just yep. kind of how it is yep. there's Hover, no use in worrying TikTok, about TikTok fucking YouTube yep. Twitch um, yeah every platform like yep. it I mean even my favorite platforms so it's yep. like yep. that that part sucks but yeah. you know and I think you just got to worry about what you can control yep. and 
it's obviously good to be knowledgeable about everything that's going on in the industry, but you got to just worry about what you can control or you'll lose your mind, especially today when there's just information everywhere. Yeah. You have to, you have to kind of prioritize that kind of stuff as a content creator, especially. Um, but yeah, like sometimes I'll play the popular game because I like the game. Like yeah. I, I play yeah. Apex every now and then because I just want to mentally turn off and talk to my community. Yeah. But I know when I'm doing that, my growth is slower. Yeah. So it's it's 100 percent. Don't get defeated when that happens. Yeah. Right. It's like a matter of like if I just played certain games where I knew that the I would grow, I would start losing my mind right now because, you know, like I couldn't play it all the time because I would I'd I'd get like, oh, you know, like. So that's another reason I've become a variety streamer also is just simply because I it's very hard for me to focus on just one game and not get burnt out well a lot of people say too that that's the strategy to becoming the most successful is playing one game but i feel that 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 is is a mixed bag because it depends on the game it depends on who you know like if you're if you're trying to make it an apex yeah and that's your only game and that's all you play yeah you've got to be good (laughs) well you got to be for one more entertaining good you got to be really entertaining you got to be really good and you got to know people yep you got to know some people you got to make friends with some people yeah, and yep. and then shine when the spotlight's on you. Like, so say like I know Coco Puffs, who's a pro Apex player. Yep. Um, I work my ass off and get really good, and then I end up getting a game with him. Maybe one day he's doing uh, open lobbies or something like a big name player. Like, you have to do so many things and hope it works out if you're doing that route. Well, even Whereas, even so, even so, too, dude. Like, you know, uh, we had Braided Bandit, who is. Yep she was just on the show not so long ago that's all she plays now she literally yeah. just plays apex and she started booming on tiktok with her videos and she started editing videos and making kill cam feeds and like funny moments yep. and she makes videos and whatever but that's all she does now she focused yes. on one category and focused on that and she has seen exponential growth she's even played with some of the top five apex people in the world but she's right. still not a giant streamer not yet, right. anyway. I think she will down the road. Time, you know? but, but she's yep. also yeah. got a competitive nature too. She's also a pro woman's paintballer too. So, oh, that's like, cool. Yeah. Okay. So she she's like, I think she actually was one of the first to actually start like the women league. So she she's like very competitive in nature anyway, and she loves first person shooters. She hates yeah. story games. She hates that shit. But but even so, like somebody like her, right? Prime example of that. She focused on one game, but not everybody is going to niche stream that like no. so so like i'll give you a prime example i have a couple friends who play fortnite and they play call of duty they play call of duty and fortnite and that's their only games and then every right. now and again they'll branch out and they'll play some story games but that's like their primary games and every single time and i will watch their numbers they'll play a single player game not in the main category their numbers are average 15 to 25 right and i it's because i support these people that i know their numbers and i watch this stuff yeah 15 to 25 people the second they switch to Fortnite, three, two, maybe one person is watching them. It's because they are at the very bottom of millions of people who are playing Fortnite, yes. and nobody gives a shit about the bottom guy when it comes to those bigger games. They want to watch the bigger oh. guy. So yep. the only way that you're going to move up in those categories is to build yourself first, then be comfortable switching around. I, yep. I, I honestly try to say that to everybody, anybody new in my channel or anybody that comes around it's it's the the best piece of advice i can give you build variety and some people say it the other way they're like no you need to focus on one game one game only make it that like a lot of people tell me small game 
Yeah, but like, say for example, game. like Destiny, yeah. it's not, it's big, but it's not big. Like, it has an average of like ten to twenty thousand people watching that game at all times, right? Still not big compared to something like Call of Duty that has, you know, one hundred ninety-five thousand people watching it at any given time. Yeah. Right. So you're going to get buried. But if you if you are doing day one raids and you're doing stuff and you're going into competitions to be number one and like it's competitive and you're figuring stuff out, those type of things are huge. Like even like Halo, right? When Halo Inf uh, Infinite came out, like DJ was on that. He was on yep. it. He was playing it. He was that's he was enjoying game. it. Well, but, even, but even he separated from it for a little bit and kind of backed off and he's like, He's like, oh, I got to play this. I got to play this. But then went back, and then he was still on the campaign when everybody when... already beat it in two days, three days. And he's like, no spoilers. Nobody ruined shit for me. Yep. I'm doing it on my own. I just want to go through it, enjoy it, and unlock everything. But he yep. had all those people, though, that his big Halo base that came back and followed him, and they were trying <laughs> to help him and like, hey, this right. and this and this. But it brings – but that's what I'm so saying is yeah. that like even in a smaller game – like Halo, which is crazy to even say that word. If you go back and look at Halo now, it's it's almost a dead category because they pissed off so many people with the development and 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 the low scale of amount of content coming out for it that was promised at launch. And now we're waiting for Forge, we're waiting for Griffball, we're waiting for all these yeah. other categories, and nobody's getting it. And we're well, and almost that's... a year in, and we're just now getting campaign. Which, by the way, did they actually uh, not to switch topics, but did they actually announce if it's going to be two or four player campaign? Um, that has not been verified yet. And so we'll find out once the flighting goes, what that capacity is. I do want to talk about <clears throat> one thing about what you said. And it's interesting when you look at these trends for me, um, Rainbow Six Siege is the first game that I played on PC. That's the game that got me when taste got me started playing. And yep. that was the first one that time I played on a PC game and fell completely in love. And I have, yep, it yeah. has always been there for me, but, um, and, but I'm stuck. It is, you know, my viewership is okay. However, my viewership nearly doubles every time I play Griffball, every time I play Halo, because it is the baseline for what everybody has always known me for, as they mm -hmm. shoutcaster for Griffball yeah. and as a competitive Griffballer. And walk, you know, when we've done our win, our win runs, when we did the yeah. 117 wins in a row in 10 hours, like that was a thing. But, you know, the Griffball only happens once a month. For one weekend. And so for one weekend, I'm jumping over. My numbers expand. And, yeah. but I've really had to, I, I am still struggling with that marketing side of things. And I've, I, because of all the projects that I'm working on between a new show that's coming on, out on Tuesday, uh, next, not this Tuesday, but the next Tuesday mm -hmm. and working on the film, doing our podcasts. I'm now down to three days a week streaming. And granted, I'm streaming a total of 24 hours over a period of 56 hours. Yeah. So, yeah. It's it's a process of identifying what works for you, what doesn't work for you. But again, looking for those those little trends. Dying Light Two is great for me because I can jump in there and be at the top of the category usually. But also, I know what I'm doing and I've dived deep. I'm on my third yeah. playthrough to get a completely different ending. And so far, it's been different endings. It's yeah. wildly. You've been enjoying that game a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, and plus you get to you can drop kick motherfuckers off a of stuff a roof. Hello. Yeah, that's fun. Um, but the key is enjoying, and I I have to say this, the key is enjoyment. Yeah. What people don't realize, <clears throat> oftentimes as streamers, is that your enjoyment of what you're playing 
comes through the camera. It yep. comes through your microphone. It comes through your personality, whether you want it to or not. And that will either, either excite and inspire and invigorate your viewers, or it will tame them to a point that they are something's off and they'll go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you have to be, you have to engage with that. You have to recognize and understand, yeah, I suck at this game. People may not want to watch me play it, but I love it. Do you guys and go with that? Do you guys think that uh because you know I've been told this recently. I've actually been told by my mods and also by a couple of people in my community too that the energy level on me personally is so much different and I'm so much more focused and enjoy chat and the game more when I play single player games compared to multiplayer games because you're so focused on you know that competitive side of it and you're playing and there's so much going on you got to kind of pay attention a little bit more when you're playing multiplayer but when you're single player you can pause it and just look over and be like yeah chat like you guys have any questions blah 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 like i've actually been told lately that me playing single player games everybody wants to see more of it so i've been doing that and i've been going through my back catalog i beat six games that i had in my back catalog over the last three weeks so I've been yep. going through and beating games that like I have been waiting to do forever and or I got stuck on the final boss and came back after all that time and and I'm like, all right, cool, like I'm gonna beat this. Okay, I'm gonna beat this. Um and I yep. think I think those things too, like what what do you guys think? Do you guys like multiplayer interaction I, or do you guys like single player? I'll say that I love the campaigns, I love storylines that get me involved, get me invested, that are immersive, that have a meaning to them. And I've noticed, like, for example, when I'm playing at night, I am so much better at Siege because I'm focused on the game. And I am not worried about, am I, you know, is my focus face on? If, I, if I'm yeah. focusing, I have a resting bitch face. <laughs> yeah. It's awful. Everybody um, has I'm one of those. No looking, matter what gamer you are, yeah. you will have, like, I have people, I have a command in my chat that they had to put focus because if you don't, <sighs> like, I, I'm just like, I always have my tongue out and I'm always biting my fucking tongue like an asshole. Yeah. I look like an idiot. So, but I love if it. I'm not worried about looking at chat, Worried about what my numbers are, making sure commands are going out, making sure I'm acknowledging people when they're when they're talking to me. I am better at the game, but yeah. then I'm a but I'm a worse streamer, and so it's finding that balance that works within the community because the yeah. compensation for that is you have mods and regulars who do the talking for you and create those conversations and opportunities for engagement and activity within your chat. Yeah, and having that mindset and setting that expectation up front with the people that need that are doing that is always beneficial because of how it will affect what goes on down the road as you continue to build out what is eventually going to become your career. Yeah, yeah, true. Well, I mean, honestly, I mean, we covered a lot of topics today, and today's podcast was fun just to kind of shoot the shit. But uh, Storm, uh, obviously, like, I know you've been moving, and I know you've been going through a lot recently. All of us have been kind of battling, like, just the stress, and I don't know what the fuck this is. I, I have a... Clip on my finger. I don't know what I'm doing. Anyway, but uh, but I was like playing with. I was fidgeting my ADHD. But uh, but yeah. I mean, like, uh, kind of final remarks here. I guess as we wrap this up, um, what do you feel like is is your go to game for the rest of the year? What what are you what is what are you planning on doing? What kind of content are you planning on doing? Um, and and what games are you? most excited i mean obviously you said god of war but like what what is your next steps for the rest of the year so we can kind of let people know and 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 where can they find you check you out like give us the rundown go um okay well i'll just start where they can find me on uh, twitch.tv stormbreaker just stormbreaker you search it you'll find me um 
but I'm, I'm on Twitch. I've been focusing more on my YouTube as of late, uh, which is why I'm doing RP more. I, I have an acting background. I'm an actor. And so it's kind of fun for me to do role play. So I've, I've been pushing more and more into that. What kind that. of shows have you been on? Uh, Vampire Diaries. Ah. <laughs> that's the one they want me to say. I know it. No, um, <laughs> uh, you know, and other shows. But um, Hey, I was on yeah, One Tree Hill as an extra, so. Oh, hey. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Did you know that, you um, know that Chad Michael Murray beat me out for a lead role? Oh, shit. That son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Yeah, should have uh, told me I would have cut his Achilles. No, God show. damn it, Chad. Uh, <laughs> it was a lead on a CMT TV series, and he uh, beat me out for it. Anyway. Yeah. It was, a, it was a cool role, but I missed out because he's obviously a bigger actor. Anyway. Um, I, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just dabble in the RP a lot, like with Red Dead and maybe some GTA yeah. RP as well. But right now, I'm like really enjoying this like Western atmosphere. I know yeah. chat and loves it, but it's, it is hard to read chat when I'm doing the RP stuff yeah. because... Sometimes I'm in it, but then I'll just step out and I can talk in my regular voice to chat. Also, it's it's a little odd for them. They like me on camera, but when I'm doing some RP, I, I'm off camera because it's easier to <clears throat> immerse them into like what the character is and not me when I'm doing a voice. Mm -hmm. You know, that might not fit my face. Um, yeah. You know, when you're doing voiceover work, so that's been fun. But that kind of is more for the YouTube side. And then as far as like shooters and stuff, because I'm just a uh, FPS gamer at heart. I yeah. love playing shooter games. Um, I, I play Apex to kind of just relax my brain or torture myself, you pick. Um, and then the game I'm good at that I enjoy playing is Rainbow Six Siege. And I'll always I'll always go back and play Rainbow. Um, any new games coming out, I'll test them out or, you know, we'll we'll see when they come out. I don't like getting my hopes up or speaking <laughs> too much of them. Yeah. But um, those are the games you can most likely see me play. That and Fortnite. I mean, Fortnite's really fun to meme around on these days. Yeah. Yep. Uh, with the no build mode, it, it's it's it's, yeah, a, it's very a different easy game. way for me to get people to jump in and play with us. Yep. And uh, and it's just I think it's just funny and fun to mess around on there. So those are the, probably the games you'd expect to see me playing the most. You know, um, you know, honestly, you know, to to add to that too, you know, uh, obviously with like Fall Guys being added to um to xbox and it being cross-play and stuff you know what we should do one day i was just thinking about this because we can do minimal lobbies you have to have 30 people join but i would but, love it but can you imagine if we got all of our communities together and we all played fall guys together like or or even uh fortnite i know that's not like out of dj yeah dj doesn't normally play that but if i mean we i used to but but, I got tired of the build hounds. Well, that's yeah, what I'm saying. No, like no the building's gone, dude. It's it's a totally yeah. different game, dude. Like I'm actually scared to introduce you to it because it's a lot of fun, and I'm really good yeah. at it. Now that there's no builds, like yeah, because now it's based on skill and sniping and like making sure you're. And they just added Indiana Jones and like all this other stuff. Like they're bringing back stuff that's like our childhood. That's why I love it. I love the nostalgia. Right. I don't really like the season at all, but I'm just saying like. All of us, we could get together and combine our communities together and just like play one big yeah. like game day, do a community day between like five or six streamers, and we all just fucking jump in, jump into Discord, just us as content creators, and get everybody yeah. in there and just goof around. Hey, who wants to join in? It, maybe we make an event out of it. I think that would be really cool. And I'm and in. you and you know and and I here's something else too that maybe down the road and Stormbreaker, you might want to be a part of this as well so obviously we i created a pardon the d uh twitch page as well um but maybe one of these days we can actually go live whether it's on youtube or twitch and we all play games and just kind of 
just shoot the shit and talk and host and do this, what we're doing now, but why playing games? And talk about the history of video games, maybe talk, maybe we pick a game and we all play together, whether it's, you know, three player, four player, or it's the whole community, but we all kind of shoot the shit and play the games why we're, we're talking as well. And I could set up well, a different scene for that. It would be interesting for... Hold on. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened there. It would be interesting... It's called the Yawn DJ. Also, so that we could have a... You know, an open conversation with our viewers and our fans. Yep. And be able to, you know, come up with new topics, new guests, yep. new... New different things that we, you know, that we want to do. Or to find out what they want us to do. Yeah. And I can also set it up where we have... Uh, because... It, it would be a really do cool that like setup. once a month or something. Well, the cool thing about it is too is we could actually restream it. I can get your guys' stream keys and I can restream it to all of our actual channels along oh, because... with along with being on part of the D so that way we can grow together and actually push on all three of our channels so we all get the advertisement yeah. and the marketing behind it. Yeah. Um and it would be really cool to be able to do that. Um, and, and I think we just start finding cool people that we want in storm. If you got anybody you want to bring on the show, maybe we can do like a four person podcast or, you know, like I am open to bringing anybody. And if anybody's out there and, and you're a content creator, um, you know, obviously I don't want to open the floodgates, but you know, if, if you, if you love our content and you love what we're doing and you want to be a part of that, do yeah. me a favor, like chime in, write us, DM us and be like, Hey, like. I would love to be on the show. You know, obviously we're not going to accept everybody because we actually have to do a little bit of a background, make sure that, you know, we mesh and that, you know, the, you know, you're not a, a, a piece of shit, to be honest. Um, but, but just in general, we want it is like, I hate video games. Yeah. Yeah. He gets yeah, out. Right. He's what like, I don't play fuck? video games. Yeah, I don't even like them. Yeah. I just, uh, I, I like pardon at the disco and that's all I like. Um, but, uh, <laughs> But just, just like looking at your guys' faces on mute yeah. when I be on the show. Yeah, right. Um, and making sure people have proper setups and that they can get into Discord and all that stuff. But yeah, I think yeah. it'd be really cool to do something like that because I definitely want to open this up because Pardon the D is about, you know, venting and talking about our day-to-day -day shit, but also at the same time, unfiltered just nonsense and us just going all out. And, and you know, I've been watching a couple podcast-esque things, and they got a... I don't know if you guys saw this, too. There is a new feature that's coming out by the end of this year. It's going into pre-alpha um, in September. But they one feature that is similar to Mixer, and you guys will appreciate this. I don't know if you guys saw this, but they're bringing back co-streaming, uh, where anybody can queue into it. And it's Thank up to four fucking people. God, because the fact people. that it's been... Yeah. Four people, Ugh, and yeah. and they all show up on the screen, and it auto sizes your your stream. But I don't know. Thank if, God. But I don't know if it's a combined chat or separate chats. I don't know how it works. But they're doing the pre-flighting in September, August ish, uh, and I know they're launching it to a couple select partners already. Um, but then it's pre-flighting on uh, in September to all the partners, I guess, and then after that, then it's going to affiliates. And then after affiliates, it's going to everyone. So imagine the amount of cross promotion and marketing because I, I'm telling you right now, having that option of combined chat was an amazing thing because it brought communities together. I'm sorry, I loved it. A lot of people that were on Twitch are like, that's fucking stupid. I would never combine my chat with somebody else. That's just because you're a selfish prick, sorry. Um, yeah. So honestly, at the end of the day, like I want to do it with people that I enjoy and care about. 
um, and and all of us benefiting one another. I mean, that's really what this is about. Like, we got to grow together and expand together. Yeah. So um, it doesn't matter the size of your content. It doesn't matter if you're a big or small streamer. If you're, you're a fucking rock star person, you know, everybody deserves an opportunity for growth, and that's a good way to do it. Um, and I think, like, even with a concept like mine, like, in the way I, like, the city, like, everybody's part of the city. Everybody's part of it. It's expansive. Like, those type of things are huge for us. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so that feature's coming out soon, so maybe, you know, just dropping that seed, you know, and Stormbreaker, obviously, we're going to have him a regular on the show because he, he likes to be here, and uh, plus, he's better looking than both of us, so. That's oh, true. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Chubb. Vampire Diaries, too. Hashtag Chubb. <laughs> hashtag Stormbreaker Chub. Don't hashtag that. Don't do yeah. that. Yeah. All right. Look, hashtag are you worthy? There we go. <laughs> or or if you'd rather that needs to be a shirt for you in your merch store. Hashtag are you worthy? And then just have like a chub. Like have you know what like how he's talking about the nunchuck dildo? Like you yeah. can just have like a dildo for the handle and then Molnir on the God. bottom. There you go. Dear God. I mean look. Look, I'm just saying. Look. Does that mean you'd get hammered by a dick? <laughs> oh my god. I don't know. Lightning only strikes twice. Oh my god. Okay. And on that note, that's a good way to end this <laughs> yes. yes, yes it is. Holy shit. All right. Uh, um so. obviously <clears throat> Storm, where can people find you on socials and everything? Uh uh on Twitter it's just uh Stormbreaker TV and on Twitch it's just Stormbreaker. Noise. There we go. Lost Drake. You can find me everywhere on the Lost Drake. Every single platform, everywhere you go. And now I am the Unleash the Champion or Unleash the Feast Champion. I won the cooking show last week. So I'm the champion. So you'll probably see me more on cooking shows now, too. <laughs> Let's go. There, there you go. Uh, you can find me at DJ Blue PDX on all socials and over here on Twitch. In the meantime, you can check out our podcast on our YouTube channel, Pardon the Distraction. You can find us at Pardon the D on uh, various different platforms. If you can't find part of the distraction, we're on Anchor and Amazon and yep. Spotify and Apple. We're pretty much everywhere, and it's everywhere. awesome. Uh, make sure you're watching it. Get it there. We are so close to getting partnered. It's rad. We're right so, there. Right yeah. there. We're almost there. And uh, Yep, and we will see you next week for another episode of Pardon the Distraction. Thanks for watching, everybody. We out. Peace. Later. Donkey. Yeah. <laughs>